0: We've got uh, Phil Moss coming up next on uh, the Big Sports Breakfast, and he is there. Good morning, Mossy. Morning, Luke.
1: Morning, Josh. How are you?
0: Morning, Mossy. We're great, mate. Bit of origin rivalry there. Queensland one, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: funnily enough, I'm, I'm very close to the border. I'm up in Yamber at the moment on our family holiday. So, uh, oh, beautiful. Yeah, I've got to put in both camps at the moment, but I'm always, I always bleed blue.
0: Mate, great that you could join us uh, while you're up there. I hope you're having a fantastic break as well. Um, high drama last night in this... Uh, a-League match between Wellington and Sydney FC at Allianz?
1: Mate, I, I don't think I've seen chaos like it ever in, in an A-League game. It was uh, it was remarkable. Wellington, two red cards uh, in the dying moments of the game, um, two penalties awarded to Sydney FC, both missed by the same man, Adam LaFondra, who's usually rock solid from the spot. Um, it had everything. Um, so, uh, yeah, I can only imagine that where the blood pressure of uh, both Steve Corrector and Ufuk Talley was in those... Uh, those final sort of five minutes and, and then injury time. But um, yeah, it's great, great theatre if you're a neutral.
0: Absolutely. The red cards, were they deserving?
1: Uh, look, I, I thought the first one to Crave was, um, was well, actually, you know what? I think they were both questionable. Uh, the, the first one to Crave was a second yellow card. I thought that was, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it was a, a, a bookable offence. Um, but uh, the second one to Pennington um, for, for his hands around the, the neck, so-called. of of the Sydney FC player. I don't think there was anything that I I really think it was handbags at 10 paces and and should have been play on, you know, if the referee wanted to book them both with a yellow card, fair enough, just to settle things down. But I don't think there was definitely no, no case. I don't think for a straight red card, Um, but uh, it it was given and, um, and Wellington had to defend with, with nine men and, uh, and then somehow keep the ball out of their net with, uh, from two penalties and uh, Ollie sale pulled off a fantastic save for the first one, and then Lafondra skated over the bar for the second one.
0: Mossy Steve Steve Corica, under a bit of pressure, mate. How intense do you think the pressure is?
1: Yeah, Josh, look, it's it's intense. There's no doubt about it. Stevie will be the first to know that he's at a massive club. Um, he's been at the club since day one, so he knows the the inner workings of the club. But the thing I'll say about Sydney FC having spent a season there as an assistant is that Scott Barley, the chairman. Um, the board, um, CEO Adam Santo, they are, you know, they're very, very thorough with what they do. So they'll be giving, the first thing they'll be doing is making sure they tick every box to give Stevie the support that he needs to turn things around um, before they pull the trigger. They're not a trigger happy club, never have been. Um, so I know that they'll be doing all the right things behind the scenes uh, before they make any dramatic decisions. Uh, but certainly they, Sydney can't afford to miss out in the finals two seasons in a row as they did last year. Uh, they're now out of the finals uh, contentions at the moment, but um, there's still a lot of football to be played. And you know, if you look at yesterday's game in, in isolation, um, I still think they had the chance, well, they definitely had two chances from the penalty spot to to get something out of the game. Uh, but they also had a couple of guilt edged chances in open play uh, before the send-offs to get something out of it. So they're not. You know, they're not far away. Um, I've got Alex Wilkinson still out, uh, the captain, the most experienced defender. Um, Rodwell is starting to play games now. So there's, there's some ingredients, if you like, that are coming back to the pot to, uh, to help make the main dish. But um, Sydney, I think, just still have to stay patient with Stevie and give him the time. Do you think, mate, um,
0: uh, the playing group, you know, still still have faith in him from what you can see?
1: Look, I believe they do. Um, you know, having been in that dressing room, and I know there's been some turnover since I was there, but um you know, I know the mentality of that dressing room in the club, and it's it's very much to stick together. It's very much a family um, culture there. Um, and And I believe that the the players, if there was issues, they you know the likes of Alex Wilkinson. Certainly would, would come forward and, and voice those uh, concerns behind the scenes, uh, not publicly. So I, I still see the effort there. Uh, you know, I still see the attitudes. Um, of course, you know, there's not smiles on faces because they're not going great. But, um, you know, I, I still think that they can turn around under Steve Corica.
0: Mate, the English FA Cup Liverpool drew with the Wolves this morning, our time too. too. Have you been keeping tabs on that tournament?
1: Oh look, yeah, of course. Um, I love love the FA Cup, Luke, but I tell you, this, this emotional roller coaster I'm on with Liverpool at the moment it's killing me. <laughs> like they, uh, honestly, I mean, we've had a bit of success, a lot of success under Jurgen Klopp, obviously, with uh, winning the, the title, the, the EPL, and, and the Champions League. But gee, there's something missing, seriously missing, at the moment with Liverpool. Um, you know, Nunes hasn't hit the ground running in the EPL like um, like he was supposed to, obviously for. I think it was uh, $64 million, um, was the transfer fee. And um, and Van, Van Dijk just hasn't been the same player at the back. But it's not just down to those two. But certainly a 2-2 draw with Wolves, with all due respect to Wolves supporters, uh, and Liverpool played pretty much at their strongest line-up this morning. Um, it's not where we want to be, and it's certainly not where we want to be in the EPL either. So uh, a lot of work to do there. Mate, talking about big clubs, Everton,
0: another big club, uh, Lampard, um, you know, one of my favourite uh, ex-players. You think he's on shaky grounds, mate? Because they're in danger of relegation.
1: Yeah, they are, Joshy, and, and he's one of mine as well, by the way. And uh, obviously, being a Liverpool supporter, uh, you know, he's never played for my club, but I uh, love the way he used to play and lead. Um, and you know, you always thought that he was going to be a coach in the making, which which has turned out to be true. Um, he, he's in serious trouble, mate. Uh, Everton are a big club. They're uh, they're. They're in serious threat of being relegated. Um, and that, that would just be completely unacceptable for a club like that. So Lampard's now been sacked by Chelsea. Um, he's on the verge of being sacked by Everton if things don't turn around. I don't think it's all his fault at all. I, I think there's systemic problems at Everton. Um, he's not the first coach to be failing. With, uh, with the football team at that club. Um, I think back to the glory days of David Moyes and Timmy Cale when they were there. They are worlds away from, from that at the moment. So uh, hopefully they're doing a Sydney FC and giving Frank Lampard all the support that he needs behind the scenes before they pull the trigger. But we know the EPL is, uh, is much more unforgiving than the, uh, than the Australian A-League when it comes to sacking coaches.
0: Mossy, thanks so much for your time this morning, mate, particularly while you're away on holidays. Um, I hope you have a, a really good time. Uh, how long are you up there for?
1: Mate, up here for the week, and uh, the good news is the wind's just turned offshore, so the waves are nice and clean. I'm just about to take the mini out this morning, and the jet ski the over
0: Rip it up, mate. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, boys. Take
1: yeah. care.